Okay. Let's talk about it. How do you balance Aves Hashem and Yeres Hashem? So, really, it's not such a hard question to answer because the Rambam does it for us. The Rambam in Hilchus Yisari Atar, Perek Pei Salaf Aleph, he, the Rambam says, there's a mitzvah to Allah Hashem, Hashem Lekecha, there's a mitzvah of Hashem Lekecha Tira, and how does a person makayim aven yira? Rambam. And then if you look at the Rambam says, it's not just a question of how do you balance aven yira. The Rambam says, how the same experience can bring to aven yira simultaneously. What's the derech to get to aven and yira at the same time? So the Rambam says, I'm quoting. The Rambam says, when a person looks at the world Hashem created, and he sees how big it is, and he sees how vast it is, and he sees how powerful it is, and then a person thinks that what am I compared to something so big and so powerful? And that's the Abba. V'yir v'atzmik u'briyok tano shvela v'afela v'fnets mim dev. I think of myself as something small and insignificant and kimat tiny, worthless nearly, compared to something so powerful. And that brings a person to a sense of year that there's something much more powerful than me, something much greater than me, something much more much more aware than me and says the Rambam and when a person also thinks that everything, this entire Bria which is so enormous and so vast and so powerful it was Be'etzim all created for me the same for the same Machshava it was all created for me Hashem is doing it all and running it all for, for me and therefore the same thought process of viewing the, the world can bring a person both to Ava and to Yira. It seems like there's a, a, like a, a large movement of forces in Kalei Sotvei to like remove that entire first thing that we just said, uh, Yira. That really Hashem's our buddy, we put our arms around him, he puts our arms around us, and like he loves us, and like, you know, we're just still together. Okay, so let's talk about more. You're right, there is such a thing, and it's wrong, I'll explain why. Now, what's the Yira we're talking about here? So the first thing you'll notice is, the year we're talking isn't the year of punishment. No one said that uh, because Hashem created this enormous world and so powerful, therefore it's coming to punish me. We don't talk about the year of punishment. The year we're talking about is uh, let's, let's, give, let's give a marshal. When a person sees something which is a danger to them, so then there's a fear of punishment. They fear they're going to get hurt. Uh, it could be something very small, but if it can hurt me, I'm scared of being hurt by it, so then that's one kind of year. There's another kind of era when a person is confronted with something which is much more powerful than them, much stronger than them, much greater than them. And it's not a era which comes from punishment, it's a era of feeling that I'm very small compared to something much bigger. Um, just one or two examples. Uh, I, they say, from two guys who take people to the Grand Canyon, they said, normally people, they whisper. Why? So you see something so vast, so huge, it's like a person feels small in comparison. You're not scared you're going to get hurt, but you feel little in comparison to something very big. And if you want that, I've never been there, I don't know. But I can give you a marshal, which I've seen in first-hand experience. And that is, when people are waiting to line, or when people used to wait in line to get to see Rukhan Ganyevsky, Rukhan Ganyevsky, working ways back, whatever it was. So there was a certain... Certain aim, certain fear. 
Right, well, what are you scared of? What do you think Rebbe is going to do to you? Nothing. But when you a presence of somebody who you feel is much greater than you, and if I feel very small in comparison, so then that creates a certain era. It's not a year of Sa'inesh. It's a year of feeling small compared to something big. And this is well known. Uh, the, even in the ancient world, historically if you look, they used to create the palace of the king, very tall. The ceiling was very high. And, that, and the idea was, the person comes in and he sees like a small compared to this enormous building, so it gives the same feeling of being small compared to something around you. It creates a natural era. That's not a era of punishment, it's a era of perspective. I feel small compared to something else. That's on the one hand. What's the Ava we're talking about? So, and Rambam says himself in another place. Rambam says that Yeris Ha'inish is good for children. That's the way to Mechanek children. If you don't do this, they'll punish you. And then the same thing with You don't listen to Hashem, you'll get punished. Yeris Ha'inish is good for children. When a person is able to understand more, understand that, that and we'll talk about what the year is, but Hashem will discuss it together, so then there's more than just being punished. How do you switch from the you know, it says when a person becomes a badass. Yeah, but, but what's the process to do that? So we're going to talk about that. Now, let's, okay, let's talk about it now first. Before we go to the other half, the other part, let's talk about the year part. Let's discuss it. Let's, let's talk about how this year develops. What is this year that a person has when he feels insignificant compared to things which are greater than him? Which he feels, uh, how, when he feels that there's something which is much greater than his. It's not just a shadow of space. It's not just a shadow of the world or of other creatures that should be created. The Ikayira comes from understanding the, the, the fact that, in the, the, I'm here again I'm quoting the Rambam, the fact that, that what a person does is, has an effect on so much more than just on what they wanted to do. If a person understands that every action a person does, that's an effect the whole world, whether for good or for bad. And it's not just a small thing. It's, you understand that well, everything you do has a tremendous, so to speak, ripple effect in Shemayim. has tremendous implications. So then naturally a person is going to do something because I don't know what I'm going to cause what I do. And my best marshal for that is if, a person's ever been, if you've ever been into a cockpit of an airplane and you see everywhere there's switches. sitting on the wall, everywhere. Well, you guys say, oh, what's the big deal? I'll start flicking switches. What's, what's, gonna, what's, what's the big deal already? You understand yourself that every switch is going to cause something to happen. If I don't know what it's going to cause to happen, I might crash the plane. So it's not a clever thing to do. Because I understand myself that there's a, it's more to, it's not a little thing. It's not just, a, what's a big deal? I flick the switch. But by, by, by flicking that switch, you're causing something to happen somewhere else. And that's an understanding which comes from that task. If you see that there's a vastness to the world more than just a person, and I understand that, that there's a system which is much bigger than a person which is running everything. But understand also that what you do makes a difference to that. That's the point of the das. Because if I think, okay, big deal, so there's this tremendous world, well, it doesn't affect me anyway. The year comes from the fact of, no, it does. It's not that it affects you, you're affecting it. You're affecting it. And what's going to, and uh, it's, the, the more you see of how, how big, how massive a system there is, and how Ba'atsam, what you do, what every little action a person does, what you do, affects that whole system. So then it gives a certain restra- perspective of that you're more careful of what you do. That's, another, that's not the higher level of what you call your surroundings. It's called the lower level. 
But it's never, uh, when you call it a year of awareness, a year of awareness, what I do makes a difference. Now, I'm just new to thinking about seeing like interaction between people. So I think I don't, well, well, I don't see a mice that I do having a big difference. I don't have the the so to speak the backdrop of seeing what uh, something big enough that I can make a difference on. It's just something actions, but that's a insignificant, and that's what people tend to think. So I did do it, I didn't do it, what's the big deal, who cares, why does it make a difference anyway? That's the non-euro approach. And that is, I don't feel that there's any importance to what I do. The ability to understand there is importance to what I do. The ability to understand that whatever I, whatever I do, or think even, is going to have tremendous repercussions in Shemaim. So then we made that brings the person more to a certain awareness of what I'm doing is important, what I'm saying is important, it makes a difference. Nefesh Chaim starts with this rule in Barichas. Nefesh Chaim explains that uh, it's important for everybody to understand as much as they can how much of a difference they may see make. Because that's going to give them Yerushimayim. The Yerushimayim comes from understanding that everything I do is tremendously, is tremendously powerful. That's the first half. That's focusing on Yerushimayim. Let's make it into more real words. Imagine you would look at that perspective. And uh, you'd be told, you see this whole city, thousands of people, buildings, everything. He says, well, you, you have in your hands a remote control switch. You just press the button and uh, it'll drop an atom bomb in the city. You wipe it out. If that's what you're thinking, no one's going to think, like a big deal, I just press the switch. You understand the ramifications of people. Now, the Yerushimayim is the same thing. You see the world that's created? No. One of you do can ruin this whole thing. So now the more I see it, and the more I see how big something is, then I understand it's all totally on me, so it creates a certain sense of a Christ, responsibility. That, uh, this is what this, uh, I'm going to cause so much to change, but what I do is, so of course, I'm going to be more careful what I do. That's the era which comes from viewing, so to speak, the expanse of how big the world is. At the same time, it comes with neither. Because, and now we think about it, it's not something separate, as the Rambam says, it comes from the same feeling itself. Because let's think about it. Let's say there was that atom bomb which could destroy a city. And let's say there was the remote control which had the button which could, which could deploy it. Well, if you were the person, you were the general who had, had built the system, who would you give that remote control to? You understand yourself. If it's so important, then you're not going to just leave it lying around. You're not going to give it to anybody who might, might use it. You're going to give it to someone you trust completely that they're not going to do it, use it for nothing. And therefore, that same feeling of this is how much of an effect I can have, the same feeling of this is the ability that I have to change things and this is enough community that I can make, comes the second feeling too. Yes, it's enough rice. It's enough rice. You have to be careful. You have, you have the power to do things which could be either very destructive or very positive. But at the same time, think, it's, think a step further than that and think that Hashem trusts you enough to give you that Kayach. If he didn't, he wouldn't, he wouldn't risk his world on you, so to speak. So every person has a certain sense of, uh, it's true, I have this tremendous ability and this tremendous uh, potential in everything I do, but if Hashem gave it to me, it means he's trusting me to use it right. And then it creates another. It creates the fact that uh, Hashem is at the same stage he's giving me this Hashivas and this tremendous power, it comes with, the, with, the, with, so to speak, the compliments. Because I'm giving it to you because I trust you to use it well. I want to point this out with a very interesting point, which people don't always think about. 
At what age does a boy become a bardas? Thirteen. You know. What, how do we see that he got das at thirteen? Who told you? It's not possible. How do you know that thirteen is the age when a person gets das? What's the right? What's the right? We, don't, we see that he becomes naturally clever at 13 or more responsible at 13. What's the right that at 13 a person becomes a badass? The answer is, there's only one thing we find that changes by a person at 13. Look at says physically. If the boy gets to 13, he's able to have children. Okay, that's a physical process. What's it got to do with das? The answer is, because... And another one is that one more point. Chaim Briska points this out in the Sefer that the, the gather of a boy becomes a ben das at 13 only applies to Jews. So it's a shir which is given to Klai Yisrael by a non-Jew. You have to check each person. At what stage does he, is he have, does he have common sense? What question can he think? And there's no guarantee it's at 13. By a Jew, there's a shir of 13. Why? Why? So we said, because by a Jew, there's a concept that at 13 you can have children. And why is that a sign that he's a ben das? That's what Gemara says. That's the age when the body gets to the stage of children. There's a chazaka when he turns 13. So we can run the chazaka. For most people, it's at the time it happens. And uh, what does it make a difference? So we know because the Baruch made a promise to the Ramavino. Which means any child. Of Abraham, or any child of a child of Abraham, or any child of a child of a child of Abraham, forever, is a bris of Hashem that they'll have in the Shaman. Yes, Which means, when a boy gets the age, he's able to have children, it means he can create Nishamas. Now, that, if you think about it for a second, that's a, it's not something small. To create a Nishama, which means to create something Ruchni, and Hashem is not after that Nishama. And it has to have a tafkid in the world. And Hashem has to, has to make it directed towards the tafkid. That's not a small thing. That's not a small thing. Uh, that a person can create in the Shama, which is a, something which is Kaddish, and something which has, has to, Hashem has to protect and look after and bring to its tafkid. Hashem wouldn't give that ability to somebody who wouldn't be able to look after it. It's something too important to give to, as an ability to someone who wouldn't be able to look after it. And therefore, if a child, someone's able to bring the neshama down to this world, al has to be a bendas. He has to be somebody who is considered able to look after such a thing. And that's how the two come together. On the one hand, the sense of responsibility. And that is, you must understand that when you do something, it's not a small thing. It has tremendous ramifications. It can cause tremendous destruction. Or on the other hand, tremendous, uh, tremendously beneficial. But on the other hand, Know that Hashem considers you worthwhile to give you such responsibility. That's the Ava and the year when they come together. It's, it's like at any time. A person will appoint you to a job, which is a very demanding job. You have a lot of responsibility. So on the one hand, okay, I have to take it seriously. On the other hand, you were the one chosen that you're worthy to do this job. Those are the two perspectives of Ava and year when they come together. Which means, it's not what we call Ava Hashem normally is thank you Hashem. But thank you Hashem for health and thank you Hashem for money and thank you Hashem for food and thank you Hashem for everything like that and that's true we're not taking that away but now we're talking about Hashem on a higher level and that is thank you Hashem for giving me the ability to change the world it's a much more long lasting effect a much more powerful concept than just giving you food Hashem gives food to every animal Hashem gives food to every animal they can also thank Hashem for that and that's true they do 
also Shemshir. What a person's taking Hashem for is more than just that you gave me food as well and you gave me life and everything else. That's important. But it's more than that. It's that you were machshav me enough to give me the importance that, I, that there's something I, that which so much is invested in me. And that's his telim. When David Melech in Perikas and telim, David Melech is expressing Avos Hashem. And like we said, Ma'adir Shimcha B'Chala Aretz. And he says he took a person, Kol Shata Tachas Ragla. He put everything underneath him. Tzayin Nevalaf Mikulim Vagamba Mosadai. Hashem Adenenu Ma'adir Shimcha B'Chala Aretz. Hashem, Ma'adir Shimcha. How powerful you are in the whole world. And you took the person and you gave him everything. Hashem, you're so powerful in the whole world. David Melech is expressing these two things. On the one hand, we look at the Ma'adi Shimcha B'Chalaret. We look how powerful HaKadosh Baruch is. How powerful HaKadosh Baruch is that uh, how, how much, how vast the world is and what Kayach there is. But that's invested in a person. What Kayach is, it's invested in a person. And therefore, the, that, that gives a person a sense of responsibility and at the same time, a sense of appreciation. Look, look at the opportunity Hashem gave you. Now, today, the world collectively... That's, that's, the, that's the Rambam we spoke about it. The Rambam is in, once again, the beginning of the very base of the Sariyatari. Today, let's talk about the matter of the world today. makes a big mistake. Because they think Yira is negative. They think Yira is negative, and therefore we shouldn't talk about punishment, we shouldn't talk about the consequences. It's all negative, just talk about Ava, ignore it. Make people feel good. That, that seems to be a, a common trend in the world. It's a big, big mistake. The whole way through the Torah, the Torah doesn't uh, focus with, on one without the other one. It's a recurring theme the whole way through the Torah, the concept of Yerushalayim. Now, it's true, we don't have to necessarily talk about Oynish. Maybe the way to motivate people isn't to threaten them of being punished the whole time. But what is important to talk about Yerushalayim is responsibility. Is responsibility. It's not that the world does nothing. So what? You did, you didn't do it. Nothing makes a difference. You, no, no one really cares. No, the important point is that everything makes a difference. Everything is important. But it works both ways. It means that the good things you do have a tremendous value. It means that the bad things you do are tremendously destructive. The balance of understanding the importance of what a person does, that's bad to Meira. Because that gives a person a certain sense of, one second, I have to think what I'm doing. I can't just do. It's not just Hefka. The things I do have consequences. I have to be aware of that. That's something which always has to be, we always have to work on. And it doesn't mean the negative sense, and if you don't, you'll get punished. It's more appreciate, understand how important it is what you do, because everything you do makes enough commitment. Everything you do is important, it's valuable. That's the one point. But then the other point is, that's not, that's not something to run away from. That's a privilege. That's a privilege. It's not so, oh, I wish we could have been like an animal that did not, nothing, nothing we do makes a difference anyway. And if no one really cares. No, you have to see this other, other part of it also. You have to see the other side. And the other side is that being chosen for the job is a privilege. It means Hashem trusts you enough to give you that power because He assumes you're going to use it well. We said there's one mistake. People don't like talking about Einish. There's a second mistake. And that people mistranslate Ava to mean that Hashem loves me so much that everything I do is okay. So however bad I am, Hashem still loves me. So... That might be true, but it's definitely not meant to be a hatter to do whatever I want. And rely on the fact, no, Hashem still loves me. I can be as bad as I want. I can do everything wrong. Hashem will still love me. It could be He does. I'm not denying the fact. But that's not what Avos Hashem is meant to mean. 
Avodah Hashem is meant to be something which isn't meant to be there to justify my doing the wrong thing. Exactly the opposite. An appreciation of Ava is an appreciation of how much Hashem expects from you. And how much Hashem is invested in you. And how much HaKadosh Baruch has given you opportunities to do. And then that's going to push me to do. That's going to push me to do. Not the opposite. I'll give you two or three examples. This is talking about big terms. talking about real, like, let's say, real case scenarios. You'll see yourself, the difference. Imagine... Imagine the, the Goladar. You have an opportunity to meet him. Let's say you choose whoever you consider the Goladar to be. And let's say you, you have an opportunity to meet him. You just came for a bracha. But let's say I look at you and say, you know, I can see on you that if you sit and learn, you learn the way you should, I can see you're going to become a Goladar one day. I can see it. Whoever you trust is a Goladar who will be able to sell your land like that. What would, you, what would your reaction be? You went to Makubal, you went to every, everyone you trusted to tell you such a thing. So I can see, it's not, I don't say it to everybody. I can see on you. You have a special Nashama, you have a special Kayak. If you would apply yourself, you'd become a God. How would you feel? If you think about it, you'd feel Ava and here. On the one hand, wow, that's, that expects a lot from me. Now I'm going to have to work hard. But on the other hand, it's a tremendous potential, it's a tremendous opportunity. He didn't tell it to everybody else. So if I have that opportunity, then I want to use it. That's what I was meant to do. I was meant to give me that feeling of, it pushes me to, you can achieve so much. Akkadish Baruch has invested in you and you can become that God. And at the same time, the year, I don't want to lose it. I don't want to ruin that opportunity. That's, that's the way it's meant to be. And the embassy is only the God to tell you that. If the fact that, and this Nefesh Chaim says, the fact that you're part of Klai Yisrael, Hashem has told you that. Hashem has told you that. The fact that you have a neshama means that Hashem has told you you can be a tzaddik, like the Ram again, in Hukul Shubh, Parikhas, Abachalaf, the Ram says every person has the ability to become a tzaddik, like Moshe Rabbeinu. Not to do what Moshe did. We don't have to get out of Israel anymore. We already have the Torah. But to become a tzaddik like that, you can become as well. So Hashem is telling you that. We're not like them, but they don't have the potential. But you, every Jewish is telling you, I've given you the tools you could be the God of Israel and if you're starting with that point so now the year and the hour which come from that is I don't want to let Hashem down you're giving me the opportunity I don't want to waste it you're giving me the tools I don't want to mess them up that, that's the way year is meant to be year is meant to be the chesh when a person makes is this a, by, by doing this am I ruining my potential by doing this am I Cause, causing things to, uh, damage to happen which is way more than just a little thing that I wanted to do on the other side as well am I working towards achieving what the man Hashem gave me to achieve that's a year and I come together it's normally the lack of one brings the lack of both which means if a person doesn't have the avo they don't appreciate that it's uh, that, they, that they have opportunity to become great there's no year either. I don't think, what's the difference? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not great. I can't become great. But I do, it doesn't make a difference. So who cares if I do the wrong thing? The one affects the other, and something, I think, something the other way around. If a person doesn't think what I do is significant, they say, ah, leave me that already. It's just, uh, well, I'm just a little kid. What I do makes a difference to the world. I don't believe it. So then there's no other. I don't feel I should single me out for anything special. But I don't think there's anything special about me. And uh, that's more the problem. When a person equates a year with punishment and Ava with 
the good feel that you don't get punished. Everything is okay. It's neither of them. It's not Ava, it's not Yira. But worse, it's just, it stops people doing anything. If we don't want to talk about punishment, because that's negative. And we're talking about Ava, it just means, do what you want, it's okay, everything's fine. Hashem still loves you. Then all you've done is you've created a, a mindset where I'll do whatever I want. I don't feel bad about it. And there's nothing to motivate me to do better. It works the other way around. The Ava here is meant to work on the basis of Hashivas HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave you as the Ava, but now make sure not to waste it. You've been given that potential. You have the opportunity. And you can get there. So make sure not to waste the chance. That's where Ava and Yira work together to push a person. That's where Ava and Yira work together to motivate a person. That's, uh, if Hashem has given me a neshama and Hashem has given me a potential, so it'll be a terrible tragedy for me not to use the potential Hashem gave me. And that works today also. If anything, what you need to tell people today is to remind them that they have potential. Remind them, remind them that they can still achieve. And that uh, Hashem is still expecting it of them. And the Raya for that? Oh, that's from Revolver. And I'll finish with this. He said, imagine someone comes to you today. I'm still here, I'm still here in my ears where Revolver used to say. He said, imagine someone used to come, today, to come to you today and say, I think that today we don't have to keep Shabbos anymore. Oh, the terrorist says, yeah, but the terrorist is talking about 3,000 years ago. Today, Shabbos is... It doesn't work today. I'm sure the terrorist didn't expect us to keep it today. So what would you tell that person? You tell him, I hear him still say it. He's in a high voice. Kaifer! Kaifer! Well, of course Shabbos applies today. Okay. So if a person comes to you and tells you, yeah, I know the terrorist says that there's a mitzvah of Vekos, there's a mitzvah of Avas Hashem, and there's a mitzvah of Hashem of Kechatira. Look, he seems to have applied today. You know, the terrorist is talking to that. What are you going to tell that person? Kaifer! There's a terrorist. The terrorist doesn't change. If Shabbos doesn't change and Kashrus doesn't change, then the terrorist expectation for a person doesn't change either. And that we, well, that, that's the point, starting point we have to have. That if that's, we still have the same terrorist, then Hashem expects the same from us. He's still giving us in the Shaman, we're still giving us potential, he's still expecting us to grow. And to think otherwise, Kaifer. The terror doesn't change. That's where Avenir starts from. We still, we don't, 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 you may be fighting a different battle, you may be on a lower darga. But don't take away from somebody the fact that they, there's still the expectations that they have to achieve, and Hashem is still expecting it from them. They still can do it. Still, Hashem is still confident, even with today's door, that people can become tzaddikim. That's why He created us. And if that's the case, it's still our responsibility not to let Him down. That's why our year come together, but come together to motivate them.